I didn't realize until I had no choice that I could completely control my thoughts. Five months ago, my husband went into cardiac arrest in the ICU as we were holding hands. He survived it, and I felt like I went from the lowest low to the highest high, only to realize the journey was just beginning. We had an uphill road ahead with surgeries and complications and failing organs and a long hospital stay. And for the first week, there was more bad news than good news, and I was trying to support him and connect the doctors with each other and keep my kids' life feeling as normal as possible. When I had a few minutes of alone time, when I was driving to and from the hospital or to pick up the kids or before I went to bed, I would naturally think about the worst case scenario. Parker was just about to turn five and his dad is his hero. What if? And the little superpower that I realized we all have, I just hadn't woken mine up yet, was that we can completely control our thoughts. And that is exactly what I did. Anytime one of those worst case scenario, scary thoughts entered my mind, I simply said, I don't and fill the rest in. I don't do negative or I don't do overwhelm or I don't do worst case scenario right now. And it allowed me to not crumble at a time when I needed to be strong. And I'm not saying don't feel how you feel because I believe in feeling your emotions 100%. But I think sometimes letting your emotions fly doesn't serve you in the moment. In this case, if I broke down, the whole thing would be a disaster. Since then, I've used this in many different ways and often, and it's been so awesome for me. And I think it will be for you. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. I am publishing this podcast episode on my birthday, my 41st birthday. This is the episode very intentionally because this podcast contains what I think is the greatest lesson in my life from age 40 to 41. And it is something that I think is a superpower inside of all of us. And with everything that I went through with my husband being in the hospital and and facing such extreme health conditions, this thing came alive in me. And I know it exists in all of us. And it is transformative. It is totally transformative. And you know if you listen to this podcast that I love a hack. Like, don't just motivate me or inspire me, but give me a hack so I remember it and I implement it into my daily life when I'm actually in a situation. And that's exactly what this hack is. So when my husband was in the hospital, people kept asking me because he was there for a while, how are you holding up? Like, how are you not crumbling? And also, not in any way to brag or anything like that, just kind of saying how it was, the doctors would come in and tell Craig because there were so many moments when I had to be so involved. And especially if you listen to the podcast all about his heart stopping and the whole thing, but doctors kept coming in and being like, wow, your wife is so strong. Your wife is a rock star. Your wife really helped out. And it made me feel so great. And it made me realize how strong I was, but I needed a tool. 
to keep being strong because it wasn't like being strong for one moment. It was a long period of time and strong in all different ways. Strong for me, strong for him, strong for my kids, strong so that I could keep control and keep the situation organized and keep all the doctors connecting and ask the right questions. Um, keep records of all the blood work. Like I needed to be clear and focused and strong when all my greatest fears were like right in front of me. And the way that I did this is I figured out this way to control my emotions. And it's this, I don't do and then fill in whatever emotion. And I want to be very clear that this is in no way suppressing emotions. This is just being very strategic about what serves you in the moment. And I'm going to give you so many examples to support this. It's like a really rational way of looking at your emotions and just choosing what serves you. So in doing this, I would lay in bed and I would almost have like what I can probably describe as like almost like a panic attack forming. Um, I couldn't stand to be not with Craig because his situation was so severe. He was in the ICU, then the cardiac ICU, and all the news was so bad. I had so much anxiety leaving him in the hospital. Um, And so when I would finally lay in bed, all the emotions would come up and I was like, I have to control these emotions. I can't let them fly because I won't sleep. I won't I won't be able to wake up, sleep at least enough to wake up and recover the next day. I won't be able to be strong and clear focused and, you know, be strong for my kids and for him. I just won't be able to do any of it. So I just told myself, I don't do, listen, I don't do negative. I don't do worst case scenario right now. And then I made myself stop because sometimes I would even say it out loud or you, you know, when you can say something just like so strong in your head, I don't do overwhelm. Like, I'm just not going to let it in right now. I don't do worst case scenario right now. Like, I don't do it. And for me, it just took it off the table. I don't do it. I don't do it. Move on next. And sometimes I would have to turn on music or get up and do something else to, like, change it. You know, Tony Robbins always says, like, you know, change change your physical state, change your mental state. Sometimes I would do that. But by using those words, I don't do, it made – it kind of, like – roots this self-confidence in you. So it's not a choice. I don't do it. I don't do it right now. And it changed the game for me. And when my husband was in the hospital, I'm actually going to post a picture of this. When my husband was in the hospital and our house was full of sadness and we were honest with the kids, but with, you know, age appropriate honesty. And I came home and I thought, we're going to the new water park come on, you guys, get your bathing suit on. And they were so excited. We drove out to Anaheim to this new adventure adventure water park with all the blow up water things. And I got my wetsuit on my, or my rash guard on. And I went and I did the whole thing with them splashing and jumping. And we just had fun. I just decided I, cause I came home that day. I remember specifically, and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to clean the house. I got to get this place picked up. And I was like, nope. That's not what anyone needs right now. That's not going to bring value to our lives. That's not my, my time best, you know, my best use of my time. My my purpose right now is to just take everybody out, get rid of stress for a moment and just have fun. And um, one of the girls brought a friend. We had like just this fun energy and we we literally just had fun because I decided right now I'm not going to 
I don't do overwhelm. I'm not going to sit and just clean the house in the, or I don't do frozen because that's another emotion. I would come home and I would kind of just freeze like, oh my gosh, like just trying to process everything that happened. Nope. I don't do frozen. Get up and take your kids to the water park. And it felt like this crazy thing. Like I remember standing at the top of one of the water slides and being like, this is the craziest point of my entire life because I went from being in the hospital and, and, you know, doing intense hospital things, coming home, putting on my bathing suit, doing all this and then sliding down the sides, swinging on the swings, pushing them in the things. I came home, I showered, I went back to the hospital and I put my game face back on. But for me, I was like, I'm so proud of myself that I have this superpower that I can control my thoughts. And here's the thing. I really believe in having a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset. So I don't think I know very many things, 100% for sure, very few things. But a couple of the few things that I know for sure is this, the words we say and the thoughts we think create the environment that we live in. I know that for sure. I also know we have to protect our headspace and make that a huge priority in our lives. So knowing that, it just supports this so much. So here's, here's how you do it. When you start to feel in a way that you don't want to, start with I don't and then fill in the emotion that is about to service that you need to be tough with, that you need to resist, that you need to postpone. That's the hack. Start with I don't. Here are examples. I don't do yelling at my kids. I don't do losing my shit. I don't do procrastination. I don't do negative talk about myself. I don't do negative talk about other people. I don't do blame. I don't do crazy. All the things, any emotion that you are about to feel or like any downward mental spiral you are about to go down, once you see yourself start to do it, know you are in 100% complete control of your thoughts. You control it. You decide if you let it in or not. It's the most empowering It's the most empowering thing. You have complete control. And I think in general, we have control over so much more in our lives than we realize because you can leave situations. You have so much more control. You don't always, you can't always control what happens to you, but you can control how you label it, how you interpret it, and how you react to it. And you can control your thoughts. Again, I believe in feeling all the feelings, but do it in a way that makes sense that benefits you. And I think a lot of these things, when we, in the moment, they will not serve us. Like, I don't do yelling at my kids. So think about one of those times and listen, they probably deserve it. You know, if they're being ungrateful or they're not listening or whatever. But in that moment, that's not the human you want to be. So you just tell yourself, I don't do yelling at my kids. And then you shift and then you move on. It's a hack for not reacting in the way that you don't want to in a situation. And sometimes it's a short period of time. And sometimes like for mine, it was like, you know, a month or longer that I was kind of doing this to stay strong and to keep being my best and being able to show up in all the ways that I that I wanted to and needed to show up in that crazy time. But let me tell you what else it's a hack for. So it's a hack for not reacting in a way you don't want to. 
but it's also a hack for not caring about things that don't matter. It's also a hack for not spending energy on things you don't want to. And it's a hack for not being a person you don't want to be. You know, like I said, it's like if you're about to yell at your kids or saying something rude to a coworker, it stops you from being that version of yourself that you don't want to be. And it's so empowering. I don't do. And it's so matter of fact. It's like you're not second guessing it. It's just I don't do at fill in the blank. Let's unpack a couple of these to make it very practical because I really want it to sink in. So the next time you're in a situation like this, it you think of the hack. You think of I don't do fill in the blank. Okay. So let's talk about I don't do procrastination. This is one where you have to be honest with yourself if you're putting something off. Say you've had this idea to write a book for the last five years. Maybe you think about it every day or you tell people, I'm going to write a book. I have this idea for a book. I have this title. I have a cover in mind. But you just don't start. You just feel like you can't start. It never seems like the right time. You're waiting for something to fall in line or you make some sort of excuse about how you don't have enough time. Here's the thing. You wake up, decide you're going to eat the frog, hug the monster, do the hard thing first, and say to yourself, I don't do procrastination. And it's out there. You're proclaiming it, and then you proceed on without it. That's the thing. Whatever you're declaring, I don't do, then you move on without it. I don't do procrastination. So today's the day I'm going to write the first book. I'm going to write the first page of the book, not the whole book. I'm going to write the first page. I'm going to outline the chapters. I'm going to brain dump the titles. Like I'm going to start because I don't do procrastination. It's this superpower that's hidden inside of all of us. Um, it And another thing, it can get you out of situations. How about this example? I don't do negative talk about other people. So say a group, of, a group of moms are chatting outside of school drop-off, right? So it's the morning, it's after school drop-off, and a couple of moms are just kind of casually talking, and someone starts a conversation that you can tell is leading to running another mom down, right? It's just you can tell it's, it's all going to be negative. It, you're, it's going to lead to talking shit on someone else. In your head, right there, right when you see it going that way, you say, I don't do talking shit on other people and you excuse yourself and you get the hell out of there. And even if you're not going to say anything or, you know, add anything negative to the conversation, you don't want to be in a space where people are because it makes you involved and you don't have the headspace for that. You're here on this earth trying to be more awesome each day and learn and progress and Spend time with the people you love doing the things you love. So just by removing yourself from that situation, it wasn't, you made it so final that this was not worth your time. It's not going to enter your bandwidth. It's, it's just not what you do. I don't do talking shit on other people. That's where this is going and I'm out. It gets you out of situations in the best way ever. Another one, I don't do negative self-talk. Say you're getting dressed. Maybe you're getting dressed for a Saturday night. You're getting dressed for a night out. You're excited for the night and your stuff isn't fitting. So you start the whole, well, 
If I wouldn't have ice cream in bed every night for the last three months, I wouldn't be in this situation where I hate my body. Nope. No, 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 no. The minute you feel it going that way, you just say those three words. I don't do negative self-talk. Get your ass dressed, put something comfortable on, go to a comfortable something, a black dress, whatever you feel good in, and get out of there. Because I promise you, your mental state of mind will go so much further and it will determine the night that you have way more than if your outfit might be a little bit more styled or a little bit more accessorized. Your headspace is so much more important and valuable than the outfit that you might have put on. So in that moment, stop it in its tracks. I don't do negative self-talk. Get out of there. And then, listen, life is long. We're all growing and improving. Then make the life adjustments in your daily life if you feel like you need it. You know, then you'll say, okay, maybe I'll just have the ice cream on on Saturday nights and I'll find a swap that makes me feel healthier, right? But listen, that is not something to be solved in that moment. Running yourself down only does you harm zero good. But you changed it with three words. I don't do negative self-talk. No, 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 I don't. That is not what I do. What I do do is get my ass dressed and get out and go have fun and, you know, get myself a cocktail, get a something, something delicious and enjoy the time because shaming yourself is not going to get you anywhere where you want to go ever. I promise you that. This hack is gold. I'm telling you because you remember it. Like all of my favorite hacks in life, you remember it in that moment. The key is, is just think of those three words and do it the minute you feel yourself or the situation starting to go downhill. That's when you say it. I'm so passionate about this. I swear one day I would love to have a TED Talk and it could be on a topic, on this topic or some version of this topic because I'm just so passionate about it. And ever since I kind of like like woke up that superpower, it's been, it's I, I can't even tell you, it it transforms the way that I function in the best way possible. And I really hope I was able to explain it and articulate it in a way that it will do the same thing for you. So that way, next time you're in a situation when you know things are better, if you control your thoughts, you use this hack. I don't do whatever it is. I'm telling you, controlling your thoughts is a superpower that you have inside you And I have no idea why it took me till age 40 to wake mine up, but my entire goal of this podcast is to wake that superpower up in you so that, and like sometimes it's little tiny things, you know, like little things. And other times it's these big life moments. It will help you react better in situations and just go to bed at night feeling happy and proud of how you handled situations and it will help you stay aligned with the person you want to be more often because you're treating people the way you want to and you're treating yourself the way you want to because you have found this incredible superpower of controlling your thoughts and not letting negative thoughts like be like a wildfire inside you and just like, you know, 
you know, spiral out of control to where it ruins your day or your week or your month. No way. We are controlling our thoughts because we know we have control of them. We control what we think about and it's our job to con- to protect our headspace and be so careful about the words we say and the thoughts we think because we know they are for sure creating the environment that we live in. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining me on my birthday. This podcast means so much to me. It brings me so much joy and fulfillment and growth and happiness. And I'm so grateful for this community. So thank you for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.